Hello Lagos, good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. Our first hard fact of the day is 75 new COVID confirmations from yesterday. 33 of those are from Lagos. Yes, the numbers are low now, but keep taking your precautions. Wear a mask whenever you are out and about, when you're around people. Give gap, keep your distance, wash and sanitize your hands as often as possible. Uh, the Lagos State Government has reduced the price for testing for COVID at private, um, what's it called now? Private uh, laboratories, approved private labs. Uh, so it went from um, over 50,000 naira to um, 45,000 something. So it was reduced by uh, a few thousand nairas. I'm wondering why the tests are still so expensive, you know, because um, we've been fighting COVID for how many how many years now? The, the, the price for testing, you know, seems to me like it should have come down by now. But... Um, it's something I'll take a look at closely and then I'll, 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 I'll see if it makes sense that it's still as expensive as it is or if there's something going on there. Um, also, uh, this is for LCC and um, the last mile officials and those who are in charge of traffic lights, the Ministry of Trans uh, Transportation in Lagos. The traffic light um, just after Oriental Hotel just uh, beside uh, Mobile, when you're going to go do that turn there at Mobile, isn't working. It hasn't been working for two days now. This is the second day it hasn't worked. So um, you guys need to fix that, you know, go and take care of that yeah give them a call tell them to sort that out it's usually always working but it just hasn't worked for the past two days and if you witness a story like myself i just witnessed that traffic lights weren't working and i talked about it live on nigeria info right that's what happens when you witness a story or a news event and you want lagos to know about it the best thing to do is to call 01465-7175 01-465-7175. One million Lagosians cannot be wrong. So if you think it's news, it probably is. I have a great show for you today, starting with the big three. Let's talk about Saraki and Okorocha entering the presidential race. Then let's talk about River State Government beating the federal government in court over the police trust fund. And then let's talk about the NMPC saying that it needs three trillion naira to fund the fuel subsidy. Uh, we're going to bring you um, today's big hard fact at 5 o'clock. But uh, before that, uh, hopefully we'll bring you League of Extraordinary Nigerians and Eyewitness. Um, if we can't bring you that, we'll talk about funerals. Because, I mean, all the time, um, you know, we have conversations about how difficult uh, relatives in the villages make things for those of us um, who lose loved ones and have to go and bury them. Why do we do that? Especially for those, those of, of, of us who are religious, who are especially of the Christian extraction because I like the way Muslims do it you die they bury you that's it it's done you know but with Christians who are supposed to be all about love especially um, you know they pick when you you lose a loved one to um, extort you to um, 
um, essentially like be very, very unkind to you. And it just boggles the mind. So if only Sunday doesn't come at four o'clock today, you and I will have that conversation. So get ready. We're not having it right now from 4 p.m. If only Sunday doesn't come, you and I will talk about that because I've been thinking about it quite a lot. I have a colleague who lost their dad. And uh, when they wanted to go bury their dad, sh she and her siblings were made to build a house first before they can bury their dad. And I'm like, why? Why? In other cultures, in Western nations, these Westerners that were always saying our culture is better than their own. Oh, we should not copy them, the Westerners. When someone dies, they bring food to you. They come and take care of you. They make sure that you're not working, you're not doing anything. But us, when our loved ones die, you have all these relatives who are summarying you with bills, summarying you with responsibilities. And the, and the extortion and high-handedness starts from the church even. You have priests refusing to bury because they did not pay 500 Naira uh, uh, Women's Association bill. You have pastors refusing to bury for some reason or the other. You have elders giving you outrageous lists. Umuada will give you outrageous lists. It is ridiculous, I think. So if all the time we're saying, you know what, let, let's not get into it. I don't want to talk about it right now. So let's just hope Oni Sunday doesn't come. If she doesn't come, we'll use her time. And you and I will have that conversation. But yes, when we're done with that, at 5 o'clock, we're going to talk about the woman who helped her son kill another son of hers for rituals. And then we'll talk about a man who tried to kill his own mother for rituals. And my question with that story from 4 p.m., is society's greed so strong that nothing is sacred now? Our greed, is it so strong that nothing is sacred now? There's no AFCON today, so it's me and you. <laughs> Expect news, uh, business and sports at the top of the hour, every hour. But let's get started with today's big three. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. Which of the declared candidates would make the best or worst president? Will the federal government obey the high court judgment on the federation account, do you think? And can the federal government afford to pay the failed subsidy this year? Those are your big three, Lagos. Let's talk. Two former governors have joined the 2023 presidential race. That's our first story. The AP On the APC side, uh, there's Rochas Okorocha from Imo. I think Rochas has been trying to be president uh, my whole life, to be honest with you. Uh, I remember like back in 2007 when we'll be traveling to Enugu for Christmas from Port Harcourt, you see like things written on some of the hills on the express, Ruchas Okorocha for president. But anyways, um, so yes, on the APC side, there's Ruchas Okorocha from Imo. He's a former two-term governor. He's a senator now. He's been in the news recently. He's accused um, his successor in government house, Hope Uzodima, of witch hunting him. While uh, Uzodima's aides insist that the government is merely conducting uh, anti-corruption investigations. So that's on the APC side. On the PDP side, there's Bukola Saraki of Kwara State. Uh, again, a former two-term governor. Like Okorocha, Saraki also served in the Senate. He was, in fact, the immediate 
past Senate president uh, during the 8th Assembly. Famously, Saraki won the post as an APC senator, but with the support of PDP senators against his party's preferred candidate. He later defected uh, to the PDP and contested its uh, presidential primary in 2018, where he lost to Atiku Abubakar. So both these men have a long public record that can be scrutinized. And I've told you that this is what we're going to be doing here on Hard Facts with all the aspirants, all the candidates. Nobody gets a pass. We're going to look at their track records. We'll look at their current campaign promises. We'll analyze everything about them based on facts, based on what you say you want from your leaders. And when I get them here on Hard Facts before the elections, I will ask all of them to answer to the things that you say you want them to answer for. But back to Seraki and Okorocha, like I said, they both have a track record, eight years each as governors. Uh, they have Senate careers, and I want to hear how you assess their performance. And if you think that they've, uh, that they've shown that they have what it takes to be good presidents, I especially want to hear from those of you who are from Kwara. Uh, Quara people, emo people, but everybody can talk about it because after all, you've been watching them, you've been reading about them, uh, you've seen them both at the Senate. So tell me, tell me what you think about these two people who have thrown their hats into the ring. And then let's take it beyond these two um, newest aspirants. There are others who have joined the race, right? Or at least uh, there are others who have confirmed their ambition. So you have Kingsley Mogalo, you have Dave Umahi, you have Bola Tinubu, uh, you have, uh, there's somebody else, uh, Ojuzo Kahalo, uh, you have, uh, uh, what's the name of this gentleman that uh, Joyce uh, interviewed last week? Oh, I can't remember his name right now. What's his name, Sandra? Yes, Chukumahu. You don't remember? Okay, so we'll do a quick Google so we find find out his name. So Chukuma is one of the candidates as well that has uh, thrown his hat into the ring, and we have a young woman as well uh, who is also running. Who? Chukuma Monye, that's correct, yes. So Chukuma is running and we ha have a woman who has also uh, declared her intentions to run. What do you think about them? What do you, which of them do you think, you personally now, not what people are saying, you personally, which of them do you think would be the best president or the worst president? Why do you think they would be the best or the worst? So that's, you know, making the conversation general. But tell me about these two who have thrown their hats into the ring as well. So uh, we've got Okoracha there and we've got um, Saraki there. 01465-7190-0700-993-993-993. That first number is for our female listeners and the second number is for our male listeners. So women call me on 01465-7190. Men call me on 0700-993-993-993. Hello, thanks for calling us. Hello, Sandra. Thank you for calling. What's your name? I day off your radio. How you day? Okay, this is Apostle Matthew. Good to have you on the show. Turn your radio off. Yeah, and the worst thing. Turn your radio off, or I will hang up. The worst thing that will happen to Nigeria mm -hmm. is to allow Okorosha to ruin the, uh, the the country. Okay. I'm from Imo State. Okay. 
when he was governor of Imo State, it was not to I expect when Okocha came to power, I was rejoicing, dancing. Hmm. That yes, for the for gotten a governor. I don't know that uh, we have entered into one chance. Okay. Hmm. Oh, I used to of Saraki. You see, they are jumping from one party to another. Saraki has no good pedigree. Okay. All those way they are doing it. You see, this Chukwe Mekamonia. Uh huh. I don't know him, but. With, I listened to the interview when uh, um, um, your colleague was uh, interviewing him. Mm-hmm. And I said, like, this person here, they can do Let's try these people, not all these old cargoes who have committed atrocities. Is it Tinumbu? You want to destroy Nigeria? Kota, kota. You want to ah. kill everybody? Ah. You can do smoke and all rude people. Why let we let the people the people of this country open their eyes? Eh? They have no pedigree, they, they have nothing to give. It's just like when everybody was coming. We know I have nothing to give. Is it not in the result in us? When they talk, they say, don't talk about close everybody's mouth. I mean, people who have no value for life cannot rule. The Bible says when the wicked rules, people hide. And when the righteous rule, People come out and they are plenty. They are happy. So later, I'm not talking. I'm I, religiously. I'm not there. I'm not talking of anybody religious. I am a minister of God. Neither am I talking tribally. I hate tribalism. But anybody who can bring soccer to the people of this country, heal their wounds, reunite the country, and allow people to uh, move forward according to the plans of God for their lives, should be their leader. All right, Apostle, thank you very much for calling. 99.3, hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Uh, my name is uh, Mr. Ifain. Hello, Mr. Ifain. Welcome. Go ahead. Uh, I want to talk about uh, this Rogers and... Uh, um, Sarah uh, King. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what You know what they call Mbe, tortoise. Okay. Two tortoise, not a go market. If they go market, they can't go down. Because of Korota, it gets sense. Uh, uh, all of them, all of them, they get sense. And they'll be sent in. So you cannot use new one to turn to old wine. All of them will become sour. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, I mean, don't you want somebody that has sense to be in charge of the country? That's number one. Number two, old wine is the best kind of wine, you know? So don't you want old wine? 99.3. Hello. 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 Thank you for calling. What's your name? Hello, my name is Barugu. I'm speaking from Ekota. Good to have you on the show. Go ahead. Yeah, good afternoon, Sister Pandey. Good afternoon. Uh, please, uh, we need a new man. We all know all these people that have mentioned. We know Kolocha, we know Saraki, we know when he was Senate president, we know all that he did, all these things. Please, we, know, we want a new man, fresh person, not, not Tinubu, not any of them. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for calling. All right. Uh, if you just tuned into the show, you're wondering, okay, what's going on? Well, our first story is that two former governors have joined the 2023 presidential race. Uh, on the APC side, Rocha Sokorocha from Imo. On the PDP side, Bukola Saraki of Kwara State. They were they uh, were both two-term governors of their respective states. Um, they both served... Uh, at the Senate, uh, Saraki just, um, well, not just, but he is the immediate past 
um, president of the Senate. So they both have long public uh, uh, records that can be scrutinized. And, uh, you know, that's that's what we're going to do. Uh, the more candidates come out, the more we'll look at what these people are about, who they are, what their track record is. And when they come on Hard Facts, these are the questions that we'll be asking them as well. But, um, you know, they both have a track record. They both led you as governors. So if you're from Kwara, if you're, if you're from Imo, I want to hear from you. How would you assess their performance? Do you think that um, they've shown that they have what it takes to be good president? And then we took the conversation beyond both Rochas and uh, Saraki, and we spread it to all the other people who have thrown their hats into the ring. Uh, Chukuma uh, Monye, uh, Kingsley Mogalu, uh, Dave Umahi, Bola Tinubu, um, who else? Uh, Audrey Zocalo. Um, what's the lady's name now? What, what's the? I told you to find it, Sandra. Like, really? Find it for me. Sandra is my intern. She's just sitting in the studio looking pretty. Okay. So, yeah, all of them. What do you think about them? Which of them do you think would be the best president or the worst president? And uh, why do you think so? We've gotten a few calls so far. Let's hear the rest of you. 99.3. Hello. Hello. Thanks for calling. What's your name? I can hear you, Sandra. Yes. What's your name? Good afternoon. Good to have you on the show. Welcome. Share your thoughts with me. Um, uh, Sandra, see, all these people are coming now mm. for this uh, to become president of Nigeria. Mm. Uh, for me, they are not qualified. Okay. Because they have past records that are damning I mean, in, in a way. Okay. We don't, I don't think they, they want them anymore. Okay. The man called uh, the for data scale was coming in. Boy, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People like Tony uh, Limelu. What are they waiting for? What are they waiting for? Are they waiting for Nigeria to, to collapse before they, they speak, before they come out to help? These are people that can do something, not all these people that are jumping up and down. They want to get a rich themselves more and more. They want to sell Nigeria. Please, if there's any way, any way uh, something can be done for uh, the man I mentioned, Limelu, and his colleagues, there are many of them. Many of them to to the set to the ring mm. and contest, mm. we'll be happy. All right. Thank you very much for calling. We'll take another call. 99.3. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Good to have you on the show. What's your name? My name is Godi from Aja. Welcome. Mm, my take is about uh, the lady, the lady president. See, Nigeria cannot choose, all Nigeria should choose the lady president, so that we can change this country. Please, that is what I want to speak. Okay. Thank you very much for calling to say it. 99.3. Hello. Thanks for calling. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? Yeah, Francis calling from VI. Francis, welcome. Share your yes. thoughts with me. Yeah. Um, all these people, they have, um, have declared their interest. They are not the problem of this country. Some people calling and saying... Chinumbu is not qualified, Saraki is not good enough for Korea. When are we going to discuss on how to get a better system? What we have here is a systemic problem, not individual. If you have a system that will hold everybody accountable, you will be able to give account on how you perform while you are in the office. Look, do you who? 
we have a system, we need to have a system that does not recognize anybody as untouchable Nigeria. So when are we going to discuss that? A system that will give a voice to the people. You know, as it stands in this country now, we as a people, we don't have a voice. We don't have a voice. We need a system here. Tunumbu is not a problem. If we have a good system, Tunumbu will run this country well. Any young Nigerian can run this country well. Any old Nigerian can run this country well. But we don't have a system. What we have here is a bad system. The system is one-sided. Are you with me? Okay. So the system is one-sided. It's not balanced. So until we have a balanced system, and until we have a system that if I should be in office, I'll be able to account on how I've, I've governed. Good for Nigeria. One person is not a problem of this country. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much for calling us. Uh, let's uh, take a look at messages off of social me- media and then go from there um, to let's go from there to a very quick break. Now, on Facebook, we have a few thoughts. Uh, this one here is from Jeff. Jeff says, I will prefer Kingsley Morgalu. He has what it takes to lead this country forward. He is not a party jumper politician. Well, actually, he moved from YPP, Youth Party, to ADC. So, technically, he's a party jumper. We've got uh, Ifoma Jasino who says, President Sandra, I wish Nigerians can give Bukola Saraki opportunity to be the president because of his intelligence, especially when he was Senate president. All right. Thank you very much for sending your message in. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. When we come back from this break, let's take a look at our second story. It's yet another chapter in the restructuring saga. The federal high court has said that the federal government cannot deduct money from the Federation account for the Police Trust Fund. This is Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Don't go away. Court has said the federal government cannot deduct money from the Federation account for the Police Trust Fund. So let me explain the deal. Here's the deal. Under the Police Trust Fund Act, 0.05% of all money entering the Federation account must be deducted and sent to the Police Trust Fund. This money is used basically to supplement funding for the police. River State said that this is illegal because, according to the Constitution, all money in the Federation account belongs to all three tiers of government, not just the federal government. So before any deduction is made, the money must be divided between the federal government, the state governments, and the local governments, according to the allocation formula. After each side gets their money, the federal government can deduct anything it likes from its own share to fund the police trust fund. So River State governments challenged the trust fund law at the Federal High Court in Abuja, and the High Court has agreed with the state. The court says that the Police Trust Fund Act violates the Constitution by permitting the federal government to deduct money from the Federation account for federal government business. Yet again, the courts are reminding us that the federal government is not the Federation. Now, this is River State's second victory uh, in court over the federal government on financial matters in the space of one year. 
Because remember, we also had the judgment on collection of VAT. And yet again, these battles seem to revolve around the problem that these funds belong to all three tiers of government. But for practical reasons, they're first collected or housed by the federal government. The analogy I like to give is a situation where three people co-own a business, but only one of them is a signatory to the business's account, uh, the business's bank account. Based on their agreement, any profit that remains in the account belongs to all three, and the person running the account should just pay the other two their share right away. But what happens if that person decides that, oh, before sharing the money, I'll first take some of the money to solve my own personal problem, and then uh, I will share the remaining one? Will that not be stealing? Anyway, the court has said that it is stealing. The next question now is, will the federal government agree? Or will the federal government appeal the ruling? Women, call us on 01465-7190. We want to hear your thoughts on this subject. Uh, men, call us on 0700-993-993-993. How do you see this judgment from the Federal High Court? What do you think about what uh, River State seems to be doing with these multiple lawsuits against the federal government related to how finances are managed, uh, what money belongs to whom? Do you think that this is restructuring in action? Or is this simply a state government insisting that the Constitution must be followed? There's WhatsApp as well. WhatsApp is 80 959 You can share your thoughts with us on Facebook too. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. Hello. Thanks for calling. Good afternoon. What's your name? Your name is Olumide. Good to have you on the show. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, um, I didn't call into what the contribute. Rather, I called into logic complaint. Okay. What one actually? You you logic to logic complaint? Yeah, I called into logic complaint. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's about Amber. So last week I was lucky to call in, play the game. Mm-hmm. I think I won. Okay. I, I won actually because the lady attended to me, collected my details. But up until this moment, I have not received my return. Okay. We're going to reach out to Amber and make sure that you receive your gift, okay? Sorry about that. All right. Thank you. 99.3, hello. Hello. Good to have you on the show. Yeah. My name is Walter. I'm calling from Victoria Island. Hi, Walter. Welcome. Go ahead. I'm very happy about what is happening in Nigeria currently with the reverse state governor. Okay. And I think that because he is a lawyer... Is always able to look at the position of the law, knowing fully well that the federal might, which he has always stood against, will always use the state apparatus against him. Okay. And in the last one year or so, I think he has saved this country more than most of our fans have done. Because looking at certain aspects of the Constitution to make sure that the Constitution is being implemented, that simply tells us that if everybody, all the states of the Federation are actually looking at the laws, restructuring might even be a thing of the past. Like, every, the laws that is there presently can actually take care of the restructuring. So it is a very good domain that this is happening at this time, and I believe the federal government should not waste the time any longer 
we should begin to implement all this restructure so that we don't need to keep shouting restructuring every now and then. Thank you very much. That's, that's my turn. Thank you very much, Walter, for calling. 99.3. Hey, President Sandra. Good to have you on the show, sir. What's your name? This is Chris. Chris, welcome. Go ahead. Thank you very much. I want to thank Onyeze Nisongike for what he has been doing. Like the last caller said, I think because he's a lawyer and uh, he knows the law, but the, the money they say they should stop taking from uh, River State money. The federal government should pay rule of law. Let that judgment stand. And for those three people who don't come out for the presidential race. Hello, President. Sanders. Yes, I'm listening. Hmm? I know I'm one of those who are calling for the president meeting uh, um, to come from the east this time. Because the other two tribes have been running their affairs of this country. But not somebody like Okorocha. Okay. Not somebody like Okorocha. Why? Not somebody like um, the former minister of... Uh, no, no, I think he's still the minister of transport. Why Why not Okorocha? Before this man becomes senator, you know what happened? Even when he was a governor, he ran that state like a family something. The wife holds certain position, the son-in-law, the daughter. You contest as a senator... The returning officer, you know what happened to that man? The old man, the man was sharing tears. Then if this type of man become president, what will happen to us? So, for those two people, there's this guy from, you can read the other man now, one um, from Iseluku or something. Uh, not more, hello. I've forgotten the name again. Monye. Aha, Monye. So, people like that. Then for Saraki, you've tried now. You've been a governor, you've been a senate president, you've been a senator. What else do you want? Can we allow people, younger ones, to come in and take over the leadership mantle? Thank you, President Sandra. Thank you very much for calling. Let me use this opportunity to re- to tell you, Lagos, that uh, I beg to differ will return to your radio in March. Um, so if you are between 14 to 16, so we're, what we're doing is we are uh, we took your suggestion, Lagos, and we are going to have tournaments uh, where we um, have the same age group debating each other. So we're not going to do what we did the last time where we had everybody facing everybody. So you had 12-year-olds taking on 17-year-olds in November and winning. <laughs> winning. I remember the father of one of the uh, contestants uh got on Facebook and was saying that how could we uh, allow junior students to rubbish senior students and I told the man ah well did I uh, <laughs> did I tell your your child to not you know do her best to win her round you know it was it was really funny uh, but we took on on board uh, your feedback and we've decided to do category by category so the very first edition for 2022 will happen in March uh, and uh, we want to start listening to their auditions right now but this this first edition for this year is open to just 14 to 16 year olds if you're 14 15 16 this is for you so go to our website right now www.nigeriainfo.fm www.nigeriainfo .fm and tell your friends to tell their friends so that uh, they as well can uh, participate, you know, and uh, may the best ones 
make it through the auditions and into the live show. As usual, we're going to have 16 people face off in a round of 16. And I expect it to be amazing. It, I expect it to be even better than last year. If you'd like to partner with us, if you'd like to sponsor, if you'd like to provide gift items for the kids, things like that, please uh, reach out to me on social media. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli on Facebook, Sandra Ezekwesli on Instagram, Sandra Ezekwesli on Twitter. Reach out to me and let's uh, work on something so that we make this event uh, even more successful than last year. We're going to do, uh, hopefully, you know, God willing, uh, sponsorship willing, we're going to do several uh, tournaments this year so that we can reach as many children as possible. And it's still one millionaire up for grabs. One millionaire for whoever wins the tournament. So, um, again, go to www.nigeriainfo.fm www.nigeriainfo.fm uh, Just like last time, you're going to send us a four-minute audio, two minutes arguing for two minutes arguing against whatever topic you decide to uh, argue. We have a list of topics on our, on our website. So pick one of those topics there. Um, send us a two-minute audio arguing against that topic. Send us another two-minute audio arguing for that topic. Again, www.nigeriainfo.fm. But back to the big three. We've told you so far about um, the two new people who have entered the ring, uh, declared their intention to run for president, uh, Bukola Saraki Rocha Sokorocha. Then I told you that... Um, the federal high court has said the federal government cannot deduct money from the federation account. And I'm asking you how you see that judgment. Uh, what do you think about uh, what River State seems to be doing with these multiple lawsuits against the federal government related to how finances are managed and uh, what money belongs to whom? Do you think that this is restructuring in action? Do you think this is simply a state government that is insisting that, ah, you guys will constitution? Call us on 700 993 993 993 for men for women 01465 7190 hello thanks for calling us hello my president this Good. is actually from first Act, the defense secretary of Hatha. <laughs> defense secretary okay well, welcome <laughs> uh, Sandra, mm -hmm. this group of people that are coming out for president 95% of them if we pour them better holy water i don't know what will happen no but from we catch fire sure. <laughs> Anyway, in the case of in the case of Wiki, he's showing one glaring thing. Sandra, when we tell people to fight for their rights, if a state is constantly fighting against federal government, government is fighting government, as in the people that are supposed to be leading the examples are actually breaking the law. What hope does a common man have, Sandra? As in even said if they win the case, will they pay? That's the problem, as in we need serious systems. For now, my candidates, I will say I'm looking at Mogalu, I'm looking at Obi, I'm looking at two of them. These are two people at least. You can wake them up from sleep in two minutes' time. They can give you good policies and examples. All these other people who are what I've done in this state and that state. Mm. Uh, so for now, those are my... Those are your candidates. All right. Thank you very much for calling my defense secretary. 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks for calling. Yeah, Alex here. Alex, welcome. Yeah, so I heard one of your callers say that the system is corrupt, right? Okay. The system that we run, the system of governance is mm. the problem. Okay. It's not the, there's no Messiah coming from anywhere. Mm. Now, I agree. Sandra, what is corruption? For my own personal uh, definition, I'll tell you that corruption is when you use power for the wrong things. 
right? Okay. They use an application of power for the wrong things. We see, you see, many of these politicians are traditional politicians, right? They want us to rate them on maybe some roads they made. I think we should have a holistic view of the kind of country that we are in today. Let them look at it that way. Any of these traditional politicians that has benefited from this system, mm. right, mm. cannot deliver anything good to Nigeria. Okay. Look, I've heard some people say things about Oshimbajo. Uh, well, he's not the man, the man steering the, the ship mm. and all of that. Look, mm. as far as I'm concerned, he's a very critical member of this I call it a failed administration. Okay. The system we run, the system of governance we run is corrupt. Okay. And it is what is preserving these traditional politicians. That's why a Tinubu can never fix this country. He cannot even fix the system. Again, let's go back to that issue of system. He cannot fi fix the system. The Senate is feeding from it. The executive is feeding from this corrupt system. The judiciary is feeding from this corrupt system. That's why judges think it's okay to give their children appointments as high court judges. Mm. That is why Akredi Ruru thinks it's okay to call his son. You are creating an unequal playing field for every other person who voted for you. Mm. We should have a level playing field. That's what a democracy should be. This country belongs to all of us. We should all have a level play, an equal opportunity. Do to, do a toss up, do a lucky dip. After after getting the people who are qualified, that's the way it should be. And you are telling me there is a country today, Nicaragua, whose vice president is the president's wife. We are getting to that point in this country, Sandra. They will tell you there is nothing in the constitution that says I cannot appoint my son. There is nothing in the constitution that says I cannot appoint my brother. And there is nothing. Yes, we are getting to that point where they will tell you, Sandra, mm. that there is nothing that prevents them from hiring their their wife mm. as their as their vice president. Or they will tell it's you, well, corrupt. Trump did it. If Trump can do it, I can do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It's a corrupt <laughs> system, and we need somebody who is bold, brave, and intelligent, somebody mm. who is intellectually sound, capacity and everything to be able to change the status quo. Mm. And that is King Klimogali. Okay. All right. Thank you very much for calling, Alex. Alex has a candidate. Uh, let's bring you our final story. NMPC says it needs an extra three trillion naira to fund subsidy for the next 18 months. But the governors and organized labor say they smell a rat. <laughs> the NMPC presented its invoice to the Federal Executive Council yesterday. They say that this year and next year, subsidy will cost about 270 billion naira per month. That is up from uh, last year's average of 100 billion naira a month. They say that um, the jump is because of oil prices rising. Oil is now um, at an eight-year high of $80 per barrel. But the Nigerian Governors uh, Forum says NNPC has been mismanaging subsidy money, which is why the country is now in a tight spot. The governors say that they've had a meeting with the Nigeria Labour Congress. They're teaming up to investigate the NNPC numbers. Specifically, they don't believe the consumption numbers. NNPC is saying that Nigeria consumes 65.7 million litres of fuel per day. NGF and NLC seem to think that that number is inflated. They think that if all NMPC's numbers are scrutinized, the subsidy bill can be brought down to something more manageable. I say more manageable because the governors are of the opinion that the federal government simply cannot afford an additional 3 trillion naira over the next 18 months.
Now, what I want to know is what you think about this direct accusation from the NGF, the Nigerian Governors Forum, and the Nigerian, uh, the Nigerian Labour Congress, that the NNPC is either cooking the numbers or letting the numbers be cooked. Do you think the fuel consumption is being inflated to increase the subsidy bill? 01465 01465-7190. You can talk about three of our stories. You can talk about only two. You can talk about only one. It's up to you. 99.3. Hello. Thank you for calling. What's your name? Good afternoon. What's your name? My name is Chino. Chino, so you know you're calling the number for women, Abi? Yes, I know. Hey, so why are you calling it? Eh, so you want to now break the rule? <laughs> but you're calling me now to come and tell me about systems, systems. It's so corrupt, systems. Oh yeah, bye bye. Can I go? No, Can you I cannot. Go? You cannot. No, goodbye. On this show, we have consequences for our actions. Ninety-nine point three. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, ma'am? Mm, happiness calling for Mikorodu. Happiness, good to have you on the show. Kisses mm, to you, darling. Mm. You see, those um, names you have called, they've given over, given us headache. Sandra, don't want headache again. Eh? We need a neutral person. We need somebody that is neutral that we don't know at least how they'll be able to deliver. Lovely show. Have yeah. a lovely day. Thank you, happiness, for calling. 99.3. Hello. Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? My name is David. From David. Michoria. Welcome. Go ahead. You see, the mismanagement that uh, government over government has caused, and government is continuous. So they should just face it. They shouldn't be crying to Nigeria because we don't have business importing finished product petrol. We have the crude. Why should they take our crude abroad? The money they used to ship it abroad, the money they used to ship it down, they are not having everything and telling us that uh, uh, the cost has risen. Do they think they are going to fools? They should go and face their problem. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for calling. All right, let's go to WhatsApp very quickly. See what messages are there. Sandra, God forbid. Oh, no, hold on. Uh, Sandra, God forbid any of the, these godfathers will rule over us in Nigeria. We still remember very well how Saraki monopolized Squire State, Lucha the State. For Rocha Sokorocha, we also have not forgotten how he was wasting Imo State money, building images of people with taxpayers' money. We also have not forgotten how he made his sister Commissioner of Happiness. As for Tinubu, he should go and take care of his health. He's too old to rule Nigeria. And we've not forgotten how he ordered bullion vans to bring money to his house. And and how he has made Lagos State his family business. Miolensky from Akute with that message there on WhatsApp. Hmm. You are looking for angels, though. And there are no angels that will come down to rule the, the country. Oh. Hmm. All right. Sixtus Nomadim says, If I had my way, I would love the River State Governor to run Nigeria. He's doing what is right. He's following the law and principle. Justice will be in the country. Both your statements are what it is. Correct. Uh, Sixtus, Nwike uh, is owing salaries in River State, too. And he's also owing pensions. He hasn't paid teachers. He's owing pensions. Do you want that to be president? Uh, we have uh, more comments from Sixtus. He also says... 
on the presidential candidates, Saraki will be the best if he's allowed, and the worst would be Rochers. For the many reasons your last caller said and more, I will not be able to enumerate. Congrats on the new position and great work you're doing. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, uh, we've got more messages here, so let's take a look at them. Um... Sandra, I want to contribute to the show by calling, but your system does not allow my number. Ah, why? Why doesn't your your system allow the system allow your number? What's wrong with your number? I think restructuring should be on the front burner. If there's solid structure, whoever comes into power has to follow the template already on the ground. Benga with that message there on whatsapp also from whatsapp please leave trump out of nigeria ohala people in authority in nigeria have been appointing their children and cronies before trump in the u.s before trump hunter biden benefited from his father's influence so these things have existed i don't support such uh, practice uh, and for moral reasons it should not be allowed mm -hmm. okay more messages here we've got um uh, someone sending me a message that isn't for me. Sandra, you see that Alex of a lady. Please tell me, t help me tell her I love her and her intelligent opinions always. I just hope it's possible to have a gathering to deliberate on certain issues and if our leaders will be open enough to buy the ideas. Marshall from Lucky Phase 1 with that message there. Alex, you've got fans and your fans were waiting for you on the show early this year, but you disappointed them. Governor Wika is a smart governor. Eric from Ilaro says, who knows his onions? This is the second time he's getting judgment against the federal government. Other states' uh, governments should brace up Eric from Ilaro, thank you very much for your message. None of the presidential aspirants will succeed. The Nigerian political system is rigged for our leaders to fail. Even a saint will fail as Nigerian president. Oh, more. That's a heavy one. Oh. Chimezie from Fort Collins, uh, that's in the U.S., says, Sandra, for me, among the ones that have declared interest, I choose either uh, Professor Kingsley Mogalo or Saraki. I choose Kingsley because he's intelligent and detailed in his campaign mandates, and I believe that his experience at the CBN will really help drive our economy to be much better than it is. Secondly, I choose Saraki because his history in the Senate has shown his ability and courage to go against, stand for what he believes, uh, the powers that be. And that's one of of the rare qualities previous Nigerian presidents. Um, so I think that makes him a promising candidate. But among all, uh, we can get a Sheyi Makinde uh, and a Peter Obi ticket. I just might personally fly in from the US to vote. That will be the best pair ever to occupy Asurok. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much uh, for sharing your thoughts with us on the show. Let's come back to the phone lines. Lots of people wanting to call in and contribute. 99.3. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Thanks for calling. What's your name? My name is Peter. Peter, welcome. Go ahead. Okay. Three trillion naira mm. for subsidy removal. Mm -hmm. Buari said subsidy was a fraud. So why is it becoming a fraud now? Why is it becoming a fraud? Because he never believed. He said subsidy is a fraud. So why is he committing himself becoming a fraud for almost seven to eight years? Now, that one is aside. Uh, Sandra, hmm. I want to put you on a hot spot now. Oh, Chineke, me. Now, <laughs> what is security votes? Okay. Security votes. What is no it? Nigerian journalist hmm. has been able to unravel 
what is the meaning of security boats? In the history of Nigeria, since Obat and Go introduced mm. the security boat, mm. up to now, security boat has becoming something that you see them killing themselves, kill themselves to become a governor, to become a senate president, to become a president because of security boats. Now, nobody, no Nigerian journalist, especially this pay as you go journalist in Lagos State, because that is what I know. There are two journalists that I know. They don't care about that one. Just give me the envelope. Nobody has questioned. Security vote, what is it meant for? I ask you three why. What is security vote? Okay. Why is security vote? Mm-hmm. How do we implement security vote? I want you to read, write it down. Okay. Thank you. What is security vote? Why is security vote? And how is security vote implemented? No. Oh, sorry. Why is security vote? Mm-hmm. And how is security vote? is implemented in Nigeria. Okay. What is it? Because that is where you see them fighting. Um, what do they call them? Um, 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 Godfatherism. It happened in Oyo State. Mm. Then I was there. Mm. When I went there for the social retirement, they killed. They, they did everything. They removed the, the governor. Now in Lagos State, is the paramount. In Dimo State, in everywhere. Mm. Security vote mm-hmm. is a problem. Mm-hmm. Now you are a journalist. Mm-hmm. I'm asking you a question. Please, I need you to give me these three whys. Okay. All right. As a journalist, okay. you are a freedom journalist. Please, I need this thing. I must to know what is going on with security vote. All right. That's why they are fighting. Kill it. Thank you. Thank you very much for calling. All right. So, I mean, we've spoken about um, security vote many times, you know, um, and we have just three minutes. That's not enough time. Um, to get into that. But thank you so much for calling and being very passionate about that. 99.3, hello. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? Yes, my name is Olatine. I'm oh. calling from Nero. Welcome, Olatine. Go ahead. Um, three, three on Nero on subsidy. Mm. I asked a question in the morning uh, when um, uh, Adewuni was there. Mm. Morning. And my question still remains the same. Okay. Wari is the Minister of Petroleum, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And as the Minister of Petroleum, he cannot even tell us the uh, quantity of liters that we, we, we consume in this country. How did they come about that 3 trillion era they are talking about? Who are those people they are paying that subsidy to? These are questions we need to answer. Why for them to just come out and tell us 3 trillion era to subsidize what? Ah, and we have so many youth roaming about the street, no job, nothing for them. My sister, please, I want to ask you this question as generally. Please, help us work on it. Okay. The Minister of Petroleum should come out and tell us how they come about this uh, subsidy money and who are those they are giving that money to. God bless you. Bless you as well. Thank you very much. Again, these are questions that we've answered several times. People have plenty of assignments for me to do. Yeah? 99.3. Hello. I'm Sir, how are you? I'm fine. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. What's this your name? Mr. Frank, the vice president of ASPA. Welcome to the show. Go ahead. Uh-huh. And the mm? that was a day I was telling you or asking you about, we were talking about all these uh, people coming out for president. Mm. I said we are looking for people that know at least a little bit about economics, not illiterate mm. people. Okay. My phone was cut off, but no problem. Now tell me. Three trillion naira for just few months. How much will it cost Nigeria to repair our refineries? Calculate three three 
failure from day one now to day. How much have we spent upon that? We don't have the final. The whole giant of Africa. Literate people will come and cover all the whole spaces. And they will not know what to do. And it's all so good now. I agree with you. Unfortunately, we don't have time to stay on that subject. We have to take a break. But when we come back, the business news will be up next.